Our communion meditation is from Ruth chapter 3. And I'll start reading from Ruth chapter 2, the last verse, verse 23. So Ruth stayed close by the young women of Boaz to glean until the end of barley harvest and wheat harvest, and she dwelt with her mother-in-law. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? Now Boaz, whose young women you were with, is he not our relative? In fact, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Therefore, wash yourself and anoint yourself, put on your best garment, and go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. Then it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice the place where he lies, and you shall go in, uncover his feet, and lie down, and he will tell you what you should do. And she said to her, All that you say to me, I will do. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this experience that we can all uh, enjoy the uh, teaching about, uh, a different culture, a different time, and yet a very beautiful picture of your love and care even for us today. We ask you now to open our minds, uh, make us aware of what you would teach us from this story. In Christ's name we pray, amen. So we're about halfway through the messages for Ruth, and let me just remind you of what we covered recently, and that is that Ruth had begun gleaning. She was gleaning in Boaz's field, and he uh, spoke with her that first day and blessed her, invited her back, gave her extra, told his men to leave stuff for her, to not rebuke her, and she came back to her mother-in-law, Naomi, and Naomi said, yes, it's good that you can stay there with Boaz in his field. It's safe for you to be there. And so I think a safe assumption is that she had probably been gleaning in Boaz's fields now for at least a month. We're talking about two harvests. She joined during barley harvest, and wheat harvest comes after. Now they've concluded. We know that they've concluded. Naomi says, now Boaz, whose young women you were with. So Ruth is no longer going out to glean in the fields. Harvest is over. Now, what is winnowing? And so he is winnowing. That's what Naomi tells Ruth. So winnow is to take that grain, and so now they have stacks and stacks and stacks of this grain. They have a, most likely a circle that's been heavily tramped down. It's very clean. It's very flat. And they take that grain in there, and then they walk around. They crush it, and then they take these rakes, and they will throw it up in the air. They're doing this most likely at the end of the day as it's getting dark because then the breeze starts up because now it's getting cool and the air starts circulating. So they're throwing this up in the air, allowing the chaff to blow away. The grain remains behind. They do that for a while, and then they move this grain into stacks upwind of the chaff, and then they start all over again. And again, Boaz is there. He is a wise man. And so what good is all of this time spent growing your crop, harvesting your crop, if you're not going to be present to actually oversee the winnowing? Because here is where you could have a lot of grain wasted. And so he's going to watch his men. He's going to make sure this is done properly. Also, if you remember the story of the grasshoppers and the ants, 
This is when others would try to swoop in and steal what you've spent your time doing. Why bother with planting your own crops when you can just go steal from others? And why bother even winnowing yourself if you could just wait? They get all the grain harvested and winnowed, and then you swoop in with your army and you steal it. So he's there to give security and confidence to his men that this is going to go according to plan. So, this is a time when the judges ruled. We know that from uh, chapter 1, verse 1. And what did people do during the time that the judges ruled? They did what was right in their own eyes. So, there were often times of evil during this time that the judges ruled. And Boaz is just being wise, protecting his own, protecting his people, protecting his crops. Now, we have to get into Naomi's plan, though, because it certainly is interesting. So let me read this to you again. Wash yourself and anoint yourself, put on your best garment, and go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. Then it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice the place where he lies, and you shall go in, uncover his feet, and lie down, and he will tell you what you should do. We have to admit that this at least has the appearance of impropriety. It appears that Naomi is scheming to get her daughter-in-law, Ruth, this man. And yet, I emphasize the word appearance because I don't believe there is anything wrong with what Naomi is doing right here, and yet we have to walk through what she's saying, what's happened over the most recent month, most likely, and what's now happening. What is it that she seeks? Shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? The security that she is seeking here is the same security that she had wished upon Ruth when she was trying to abandon her in Moab. She was asked, pronouncing a blessing upon her that may the Lord grant you rest and security. So she wants her to be provided for. She wants her to be plugged into a family properly, as she was in Moab with her own son. And yet all that now is long past in history. So she says, Shall I not seek security for you that it may be well with you? It seems as if Naomi is thinking out loud. She's sharing with Ruth her plan. And yet, there is this appearance of impropriety that we have to deal with. Wash yourself, anoint yourself, put on your best garment. Do not make yourself known until the man has finished eating and drinking. Then go Uncover his feet, lie down at his feet. Now, let's talk a little bit about what's happened in recent weeks, though. Ruth has begun gleaning on Boaz's land without knowing, and yet he talks to her that very first day, counsels his men to leave grain behind for her. She is bringing home grain in excess of what she and Naomi need every night. He is blessing her. He's providing security for her. He's providing for her. Naomi, I believe, we, we already see that Boaz is a good man. And there is a part of me that believes that Naomi is testing just how good a man Boaz is. 
Now, I don't think she's testing him in terms of Ruth potentially offering sexual favors to him. That's not the test. The test is, will he honor his law in doing what is needful for Ruth beyond what he's already done? Because the law provides for Ruth in this instance. And yet, it's something that probably many families, many men, many communities didn't practice. And we know that the law was made and yet often went without being obeyed. We know that for generations, people did not go and live in booths, as was clearly told to Moses, and Moses shared with them. We read in history, we read in the history that, that it was not done until this and such time. So during the times of the judges especially, the law was in many ways cast aside, put aside. It was not regarded as it should have been regarded. So there is an aspect of Boaz's character that Naomi is testing by what she's doing. Will he obey the law? Will he honor her deceased husband, Elimelech? So Ruth's action, though, is, I think, very respectful. Naomi and Ruth's action here is very respectful. What do they do? Naomi's plan is to have Ruth appear only when Boaz would see her, not when anybody else would see her. So Naomi is not confronting Boaz with the law explicitly and demanding that Boaz do right by the law of God, but she is offering him that opportunity to do right by the law of God. And I know I'm, I'm speaking a little bit vaguely now, but that's because next time we'll get into more depth as to exactly what it is that Naomi is challenging Boaz to do. But here, though, we have to address this seeming impropriety. What is it that Ruth does? It's mixed signals, I would agree. She washes herself up. She gets herself ready. She makes herself nice in appearance. She wears her best clothing, and she goes there. Nobody sees her, not even Boaz, and then she lies down at his feet. That is the position of a servant. So she's taking the position of a servant at Boaz's feet, and the servant, by being the servant of the master, has then the opportunity to be covered by the blanket that is the master's. The servant might not have a blanket. The master has the blanket. And yet, the servant can lie at the master's feet, thus warming the master's feet if it's potentially cold, and yet taking some of that blanket and using it to cover themselves. Ruth is presenting herself in total subjection to Boaz as a servant. So the question is, what will he do? So he awakes in the night with a start, finds Ruth at his feet, and then that's for next time. So now, she presents herself, though, not only as a servant. She is most likely a young, pretty, clean, good-smelling, well-dressed servant who happens to be available. And so Naomi is not hiding that fact. She's very much advertising that fact. And that's what Boaz is confronted with at midnight. This wonderful-smelling, beautiful young woman who he knows has a great character lay, lying at his feet and in, in, prostrated in the form of a servant. So see, we come to this table in a similar fashion. 
We are coming to God as his servants, and yet he embraces us as his children. Naomi seeks security for Ruth such that she would rest in the house of a husband. She had asked that blessing upon her in Moab, and yet here she is working to try to achieve that security for her in Israel. So God grants us this rest that we seek. He has preserved us, secured us from the hands of the enemy, and placed us at his table. We are at his feet as servants. Yet he embraces us. Father, we thank you for your embrace. We thank you for the fact that though you could have rejected us as we appear before you, just as Ruth did with Boaz, you did not. And more than that, we did not even come to you seeking your favor. You sought us out as we were rebels. You sought us out as we were far, far from the security of your home, from the security of your presence. Uh, we sought to be free from you. And yet, Lord, you have preserved us. You have made us secure, and you welcome us to your table. And you bless us abundantly, uh, just as Boaz blessed Ruth and Naomi. We give you thanks, Father, for your kindness and for your grace at work in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>